Hello, it's uh, 10 o'clock in Finland. This is Out of Line episode 45. Uh, today, as a topic, we have uh, Orban and also Poland. They wrecked the European Union yesterday. Very nice. Thank you, Mr. Orban. We love you. Uh, you are our love gun. Uh, so we'll be talking about that. There was a 1.8 trillion uh, EU corona package that was supposed to go uh, into effect, but uh, the based Magyar people, uh, they came in and they said, no, fuck you, this is not okay. So we'll uh, read about that. Uh, we have uh, Macron, the, the gay president, who married his grandmother, um, he is whining in the New York Times that uh, New York Times, the, the American media is uh, siding with the terrorists and uh, that's not okay. Um, we are very used to that. We have um, a uh, an honor killing which happened 12 years ago in Germany and now we know that it was actually a Finn that uh, committed uh, honor killing. Uh, we'll, it's a funny story. It's an interesting story. Let's not say funny. Mm. Mm. And uh, we had a a court uh, thing today. Uh, there was a guy that was threatening the uh, Green Left Interior Ministry. And uh, I don't know what his sentence will be, but uh, uh, it's maybe worth mentioning we'll won't we spent a lot of time on our previous stream in Finnish where we went through all the the police interrogations and everything but we could mention it shortly it's it's funny because the the guy that um was on trial today uh he he actually is a uh, an extinction rebellion dude and uh, he's a mental case we found out and uh, so it's they they are eating their own as always and uh, of course last week we talked about the uh, the gentleman from Togo that uh, didn't yield his time and was not recognized by the chairman uh, it's uh, still ongoing here in Finland uh, the mainstream media has made lots of stories about it and now even the conservative streamers have weighed in and they're takes are super cold ice cold uh, not uh, we we showed their take on our finish stream and uh, we some people from our stream went there and uh, they disliked the video so now it has 170 dislikes yeah so, it's funny that this guy uh, this Teresa Malati, he's in the uh, National Coalition Party, which is like the Kakseve Party, like the moderate right wing. And uh, he's often on TV uh, in different sort of talk shows uh, as a commentator and uh, gets a lot of this mainstream media attention. And uh, still his live streams are interesting to nobody like uh, uh, we get we have more live viewers on D Live on our live streams than he gets views on YouTube in a week. Uh, even though he he's supposed to be like a, this bigger celebrity with a, 
all of his TV appearances and everything. But it's all about the content, because these people have nothing inter- interesting to say. That's also why you uh, don't have a single successful, uh, like uh, an SJW, a feminist uh, streamer or YouTuber in Finland, because they, the people go for the interesting content. Even the leftists don't watch the leftist YouTubers. Uh, even the conservatives don't watch the conservative YouTubers. They watch us because we are the ones with the interesting stuff to say. Yeah, so if you don't like his video, go and uh, downvote it. Yeah, and so he, what they were doing was basically like... Uh, uh, blaming UNES for the meltdown of the African council uh, councilman we have we were talking about in I think a couple of our last episodes. Uh, for those who haven't heard of this, uh, uh, there was a city council meeting in which uh, a Green Party councilman Lateko Elafson Hellu, uh, who is I think maybe some somewhere from West Africa. Uh, uh, he has uh, lived in Finland for 35 years, but nobody still understands what he says. And uh, he had uh, this very epic meltdown in which he st- suddenly started to curse at Eunice and uh, call him a fucking pig and <laughs> all that. And uh, uh, in the end, when uh, because it was so such... Uh, perfect meme material, we got so much social media attention for it that in the end the mainstream media also had to report it. But these uh, conservative streamers, they of course sided with the Greens and said that uh, Yunes is there just to provoke people and like, okay, who would go run for the city council on his own list just to provoke people? Like, uh, it's a lot of work to run for the city council from your own list. You need to like print out advertising. You need to act like we have we have spent days like gluing posters to uh, <clears throat> to cardboards and uh, placing them uh, standing uh, in the election village for two weeks, uh, uh, talking to people. Who do that? all that work just to provoke people and the guy on the top here i never i've never seen this guy but uh he he was also a candidate and he got 82 votes so he's not very popular the guy down there uh, he he had something like three, 350 but it was a different a bigger city than ours and still it's uh, less than half of your vote count and around half of mine. Yeah, so... Uh, and we live in a much uh, smaller city. Uh, yeah. But it's all about envy for these sort of people, because these uh, uh, guys, they, they, they'd like to be like the, uh, like the provocative independent thinkers who go against the uh, liberal uh, framework and all that, but uh, because they are so lame, uh, of course, uh, they cannot fill that role. And Younes fills that role perfectly. And that's why everybody keeps talking about him all the time. He's in the headlines all the time and uh, everybody knows who he is and his live streams are very popular and all that. So Younes succeeds in what they are attempting to do uh, but uh, they will never uh, succeed at it because they are too scared. They won't go to the 
actually controversial truths that need to be said. Uh, they stay on a very safe uh, lane within the liberal framework. So there's no way you can uh, then uh, brand yourself as like the outsider and anti-establishment rebel if you are basically the establishment. Latekoe didn't take it so well. Uh, here he is on a New York City bus uh, with a flamethrower. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is Latekoe, but... Uh, he didn't take it so so well. He's on a rampage against racism. <laughs> America is a very strange place these days. Like uh, he has joined the BLM. Like this is very different. Like I remember when I was a kid and I watched American TV shows because uh, Finnish TV has always been stuffed with American TV shows, and it looked nothing like that. I look. I remember like that. Um, what's it called in English? Um, that Tim Allen family TV show. In mm-hmm. which he did the, the renovation stuff and uh, uh, all that, and I don't, I don't really think the USA today has nothing to do with that anymore. Not even like nineties shows like Friends or anything. Like it's like a complete disconnect. They are like from a completely different world. Yeah, we are not. We are going wrong here. Um, yeah, home improvement. That's the that's the show. Yeah. So those conservatives, they were saying that uh, okay, it's true that the black guy uh, he chimped out, but it's my fault. And I expect that uh, other people will also be talking about this. I I don't really care. I uh, I said it on a finished stream. I, I said that th- this is not news that a black guy chimps out. It's not news. You. And but if you make an article about it, don't blame me for it. I'm not provoking. What I said is that let's keep our tax rate low so people from other big cities in the south, if they want to uh, wh- to do white flight, they can choose our city because we would have a lower tax rate. And that's that's what I said. I, I don't think that's a very provocative but uh, enough of this uh, it's an, it's not an interesting topic uh, but le- we'll be following this uh, and if something very stupid comes out we'll uh, be reporting on it so maybe next a very short thing uh, the the extinction rebellion guy that wanted to kill our minister our left green Left green guy wants to kill a, left, a gay guy. Actually, uh, wants to uh, wanted to kill our left green uh, woman here in the minister of interior. Yeah. Um, so he he has been in jail for six weeks because he posted things like this. And uh, he also said that he would be hunting this minister Maria Ohisalo down and uh, 
while he was in his jail cell, he had uh, written on the walls uh, slogans about the Extinction Rebellion and uh, several times uh, kill Ohisalo, kill Ohisalo, kill Ohisalo. So uh, clearly uh, this guy is uh, not all there like in the head and uh, apparently he's some sort of uh, an amateur gay porn maker and he in his instagram bio he describes himself as um, like a human rights activist and uh, from his facebook feed i noticed that he uh, roots for extinction rebellion and black black lives matter he whines about racist police officers and all that so uh, your t- typical sjw stuff but it's funny because uh, you can you just feel the disappointment in in the le- Finnish uh, left because when they heard that these sort of death threats had been made against this green minister they of course were absolutely certain that it was somebody from the far right and they were all buzzing to get to write very outraged tweets about that threat of far right then it turns out that it's one of their own guys who has just gone completely nuts and is now sending death threats to the minister of interior yeah and in the fake news uh, this woman is saying that uh, yeah i was I, i was frightened and i uh, i live in constant fear because of this guy and this guy is gay so this proves that the left green are the real homophobes here is his jail cell he wrote elokapina which means extinction rebellion uh, you've probably seen footage from london this week uh, the extinction rebellion people they were spreading oil and uh, they were not arrested by the police and tomorrow actually we have a uh, an extinction rebellion thing tomorrow in helsinki and maybe this coming week we'll have something in our city and we'll probably go there and uh, have fun uh, but in Helsinki they are blocking a street tomorrow from 8.45 to 2pm and uh, the police is working with the Extinction Rebellion guys and a bus company in Helsinki is also uh, they have agreed to uh, to change routes uh, or routes and uh, Can we also block streets? We announced that, hey, we have a demonstration. We want to block this road, that road, and uh, all these roads. We'll block them. The the, the road to, to the asylum center, we will be blocking it. The road from Sweden will be also blocking it. Is this uh, something... And can we make a counter demonstration where we block them from blocking the street? It's a complete nonsense what is happening. Finland is super cocked. I don't think even Sweden would accept this uh, nonsense. But Finland, we uh, we have this. Um, we we had an Extinction Rebellion thing a f- couple of months ago and they got gassed by the police. And it was funny, but uh, now the police is cooperating with these terrorists. They should be banned. We have a guy that has been six weeks in jail because he wants to kill. He's a terrorist. This proves that this movement is a terrorist group, so it should be banned. Like the 
the North Front uh, guys, they were banned. But we know that we live in a double standard society, so only we get banned from everywhere. They, they can uh, even kill people and it's okay. We could see also the, yeah, one thing that I didn't write on uh, my my manifesto today, uh, the uh, Million Maga March on Saturday, it was very epic. The videos were very epic. There was a huge crowd there and uh, it went as planned. It was peaceful, very good looking people, peaceful families uh, wanting to stop the steal. But then at 4 p.m., the BLM and Antifa guys woke up and they waited until people left and they attacked families and children. They they uh, tried to block a hotel. They were using their lasers and uh, and everybody that uh, was arrested is a pedophile, just registered sex offender. So, and well, who is surprised? It's always. Uh, like, what is it with anti-fan pedophiles? Like, uh, it's the biggest uh, pedophile organization. Yeah, like, uh, uh, but I don't really understand the connection. That what is it that uh, attracts uh, uh, pedophiles to Antifa? Like, uh, uh, is it just that uh, because Antifa wants to break all sorts of social norms and which would make their lifestyle? acceptable or is it just that because they are messed up in the head anyway so that's just one more way for them to show it i think it's a vouch that uh, is leading their movement i have a picture of uh, of uh, antifa sperm and uh, they are discussing but they are inside a five-year-old. So yeah, so. didn't that Rausch guy, he, he had some comments about pedophilia that were yeah, pretty he, concerning. He compared pedophilia to, or child porn to, uh, to minerals in Africa. What? So if you have a computer, uh, it's the same thing as having child porn, because uh, there's slaves, and uh, so it's not ethically produced, so, and child porn is not ethical. So, uh, uh, but well, I sort of understand because I have seen his girlfriend. You have seen his Everybody girlfriend, and, and she so, cannot be unseen. Yes. <laughs> so maybe that has driven him to like kitty porn. That okay, even kitty porn is better than that thing there in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, we actually we. We talked about this yesterday. Uh, Tina was, uh, oh, we were at the BLM in uh, June here, and we found this uh, this BLM girl, and she was uh, taking selfies. And she walked for like several hundred yards uh, uh, with that phone out there like that. And at moments she walked backwards because she was pretty much at the end of the march so that she would get more more of the demonstration for the background of her perfect uh, uh, demo selfie. And she was 
wearing these very high heels, <laughs> which would seem like a pretty unpractical choice when you are about to march, uh, especially in Oulu, where you have these uh, streets that are very uncomfortable to old old streets that are uncomfortable to walk in in uh, spike heels. Yeah, uh, Tina mentions that they were very young females, and I said. Uh, this is why Walsh supports BLM. Yeah, it was like almost everybody there was like a woman under the age of 20. And they were like kids, like 12 year olds. And like uh, that it was very clear that this uh, demo had been advertised in some school groups. Maybe some teachers had uh, urged kids to go there because you, you had so much of those like... Uh, yeah, it's middle the, school age kids and high school ages. Yeah, the Muslim organizer, she said that uh, this idea of BLM Oulu started in their Snapchat uh, discussion and she she organized it with these people. So, uh, But yeah, well, one thing I forgot to mention about the terrorist with the Extinction Rebellion that was uh, in jail for six weeks, that... Uh, the funny thing is that in the mainstream media, this uh, woman, the minister of uh, interior, she she said that yeah, I was very afraid and uh, this was this was uh, tragic and uh, hate speech is not okay, but it's a very stupid move from her side because we went through the police reports with about this guy. And you could clearly see that, and actually the guy himself says to the police that, yeah, I, I need help. Um, I, uh, I need medical help, but I don't know where to go in this country. And basically what I said about this uh, woman is that I want some help. And the woman that was threatened is the Minister of Inter the Interior, and she's a green and she's all about social justice and she's all about helping the poor, helping whatever. But she didn't realize that she could use this. She could have used this case and said that, okay, I will not press charges against this guy. I want to, to invite this guy to a discussion and have a talk with him and maybe help him. No, what she wants is that this guy goes to jail and worsens his own situation he's a mental case and he's a lefty he's a gay guy so for us we don't really care we we could say that send him to the to the camps we don't care but uh, actually i i feel the other way around it it this proves that the green left with all their social justice bullshit it's all fake and we knew this but now we have it on written in a written form, and this is uh, a very Im important uh, thing. And I think uh, our uh, Finnish stream that we had just a couple of hours ago is the best take on this uh, case. And uh, if you haven't watched it and you understand Finnish, uh, I recommend you watch it because uh, we went through everything and we had the best takes, as always. But, and we have so what uh, hosting uh, thanks he's a german guy follow him on uh, d live he has some epic rants he also has a pitchu channel 
uh, you can donate via the, the DLive Lemon system or Streamlabs or uh, Subscribestar or whatever you want. You will find all the links in the About section below this video if you are watching on DLive. You can watch our show also on VK and Periscope. And uh, so those are the announcements. Where should we start? Uh, should we take the uh, Orban, uh, the Hungary thing? Yeah, let's take that. So Orban, uh, he's a Hungarian dude. He, I don't know, he was arrested in the 80s or something. He was against the Soviet Union. And uh, nowadays he's the god emperor of uh, of Hungary. And uh, he's super based. You can see the memes, wide Orban walking. And uh, it's very cool. Everything he says, every speech that he has is pure gold. He, this guy, I hate it that in the Nordic countries we don't have this type of culture. Hungarians and Finns are genetically related. Our language is also related. But uh, it's clear that these people are a different race. Uh, than Finns because, uh, well, they they survived. They, they were occupied by the Soviet Union, and uh, in '56, you know, the, the the tanks entered Budapest and uh, they crushed the opposition. Hungarians didn't enjoy the Soviet Union. They didn't uh, enjoy communism, and they got free of it. And uh, so that's the reason that now they are fighting the European Union, which is basically the same thing as the Soviet Union. The only difference is that uh, the European Union has seven-year plans. The Soviet Union had five-year plans. But in the European Union, we have seven-year plans. So it says that uh, <clears throat> Hungary and Poland have... Uh, actually, I have the, the Reuters uh, article here. And uh, it says that Hung Hungary and Poland block the 21-27 EU budget and recovery package. And uh, so these countries blocked on Monday, so this was yesterday, it's a very re recent uh, turn, and they blocked the adoption of the 21-27 budget and recovery fund by the EU governments because the budget law included a clause which makes access to money conditional on respecting the rule of law. And uh, a rule of law, what... Uh, what uh, lefties mean is that uh, you need to have open borders and uh, we need to flood you with migrants. And you probably know but this, but uh, as a reminder, Poland, they have zero illegals and uh, Hungary even less. Uh, so these, con these, these are the basically the only countries, if you don't take into account Czechs and Slovakia and all the Eastern, the ex-communist EU countries, all of them, they are against uh, these uh, fucking migrants. Unlike the West, Sweden, France, all of these uh, cocked countries which want more of migrants that cause terrorism, that uh, rape and uh, all this. So you, a, a normal guy would say that hmm, Hungary and Poland, they are very based and the Western countries, they are 
gay and retarded. So why why is Hungary bad? And uh, the answer is that no, Hungary is very cool. So uh, in this um, recovery fund, uh, Hungary and Poland were actually going to get a lot of money. Uh, I don't know, 36 billion, I think Poland was getting. But they said, no, we, we won't take, we like your money, but we won't take your money if you are going to force us to accept mass immigration. If you are going to tell us how to run our country, we like your money, but we will say no. And they did, they did it yesterday, which is very epic. If you, if you look at Finland, Finland, uh, uh, Finland in that fund, Finland is going to pay, I think, six billion. And we don't get anything. We just pay. The only thing we are getting is more migrants. But Hungary and Poland, they were getting the money, but they said, no, we will not take the money if you force us to take the, your doctors and engineers, which uh, you can keep them. We'll take the money, but keep your doctors and engineers. <laughs> so you have to love these politicians. It's very rare to see this kind of uh, negotiators and uh, the uh, exceptional uh, politicians as these people are if you look at the west you don't you, you don't see these men the re, these real men they are there they get the money they don't take no migrants they uh, this is what we should why can't we be like these people i hate it so it was a 1.8 trillion package and uh, it was it failed because of the veto from warsaw and budapest and uh, the ambassadors did vote through the link uh, between EU money and the respect for the rule of law. And, uh, okay, so what, what does this say? The Germ German EU presidency said ambassadors did vote through the link between EU money and the respect for the rule of law because this vote required only a qualified majority and the opposition of Warsaw and Budapest could not stop it. But when it came to voting on the 1.1 trillion euro budget itself and the 750 billion euro recovery package, which require unanimous support, two EU member states expressed reservations, the presidency said. So now this uh, veto will be discussed on uh, yeah, on Tuesday. I, I thought, and also on a Thursday. So this is ongoing. Uh, it says that uh, finding a solution might take longer than that. And uh, yeah, so they'll. My guess is that uh, they will uh, make a, a new arrangement, and the EU will will uh, be bending the knee here the eu will say that okay take our money we will keep our migrants and you'll see that orban and uh, the polish guy will have one on this case which for us it's bad but these are the small wins i i uh, i'm happy for those countries that uh, they they stood up they said no that's what you should do we should have the same uh, spirit here 
Instead, in Finland, the reaction was uh, that uh, oh, we we need to force these countries. They they need to have a referendum and blah blah blah. We didn't have a referendum in Finland. We they the our femoid government said that okay, uh, we negotiated. We will have to send six billion euros, and we'll get nothing. Uh, not uh, where's the referendum? Whom did you ask? Nobody. And basically, this uh, this uh, 1.8 trillion package, uh, it's basically like the Green New Deal, except that it's worse uh, because. Um, AOC-like politicians in the European Union, they they are normies. They don't they don't stand out. They, they are not uh, they are not exceptional. Basically, everybody in in the European Parliament is like AOC. So they they get to vote on this. Whenever it's about closing the borders or restricting immigration, it's no fighting human smuggling, fighting the dealers, fighting. All the criminal things, they are for it. But when it comes to in intelligent decisions, uh, the politicians in the EU they are always they are always against uh, intelligent things. So basically, it's the Green New Deal, but worse. So uh, it's good that we have Hungary and uh, Poland in this. We should leave, of course. The, we should leave the European Union like the British. Did but uh, and it's funny to hear the uh, uh, liberal arguments like the pro EU arguments about Hungary because one thing they keep saying is that uh, uh, Orban is taking EU money and squandering it uh, on vanity projects and all of that. Well, isn't that an argument against the EU? Because if the EU is handing out money uh, that can be then squandered. Uh, uh, for private use is uh, uh, doesn't that mean the system isn't working? Maybe we shouldn't have that sort of system. Yeah, <laughs> it's easy. Just stop sending money. Yeah. Stop this fucking Euro socialism. Uh, stop this project. Uh, in the European Union, it has failed. It's uh, completely useless. It only brings uh, tensions between member countries. Stop it. We don't. We don't need the European Union. Nobody. The only people that need the European Union are corrupt politicians and uh, lobbyists and uh, and these people that want to destroy us. So we should leave the EU. Of course, the UK after they left, it's not going well either. You've seen the lockdowns. You've seen uh, the hate speech uh, things. It's uh, the UK is a mess, but. Uh, but still, it's okay to leave the EU. It's a, it's not a controversial thing to leave the EU. We should do it in Finland. I don't understand why uh, why they don't don't do it. Uh, we would save a lot of money. We could have uh, better deals with other places. They they say that it's a trade deal agreement, but uh, actually no. We, I think we trade more with uh, the US and China than, uh, than, for example, Greece or Portugal. We have nothing to do with them. Germany is a big partner with uh, Finns, but uh, we can 
breaking thing is that uh, you can have trade deals without the European Union. Yeah, surprisingly. Like uh, Finland joined the Union in the mid-90s and uh, for some reason we managed to have foreign trade before that too. Like it wasn't uh, like a closed uh, little island. Yeah, (laughs) that's... uh... So, but that's the state of affairs in the EU. It's a very gay. And the pro-EU people, they are a strange crowd, like the uh, the anti-Brexit people in in Britain and uh, the federalists uh, in other European countries, because they are often these uh, very young liberal people who only seem to support the EU because they have somehow conflated being against the EU to all all sorts of bad stuff like racism and uh, conservatism and all that. So if you actually ask them why they support the EU, they never really can uh, explain it because it's just a, a trend in their circles that they know that in their circles you are supposed to be for the EU because it's the uh, racists who are against the EU and who want their countries free from the EU. So, uh, so it's this complete NPC thinking that they, it's not like any of these people have actually ever considered the pros and cons of EU or the uh, problems that the EU uh, membership is causing countries. Uh, they are not thinking about uh, all of the financial crises that um, the eurozone has led us into. Uh, it's it's not that these these sort of things they they don't even cross their minds, but still they are staunchly for the EU because race, racists are against the EU. Yeah, Trump, <laughs> uh, Putin, and Le Pen. They are supporters of Leave. So this is a music video. It's uh, I'm playing it without sound. So these are the Ramoners or what's the the other? Stop telling people to go home. We are home. Help us, Corby One. You are our only hope, Corby oh One. Oh my God, that's so cringy. <laughs> Corby One. Corby One Kenobi. Kobe one just got booted uh, for being an anti-Semite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that he, was also a sort of he, hilarious story. It was the best part in uh, Corbin, but... Uh, yeah, like, uh, the one good thing about him, uh, uh, but... Uh, and the thing is that Corbin wasn't even that much uh, against Brexit. Like, he wasn't going to fight it. And uh, that's also why he got a lot of hate from his own crowd. crowd. And uh, of course, the uh, booting of uh, Corbyn has nothing to do with anti-Semitism in the end. It's just an excuse because these uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, more moderate leftists wanted to take over the party and wanted the Corbyn crowd out of there. So... Uh, they threw the anti-Semitism accusations out there to use them as an excuse. Yeah, I, uh, I view anti-Semitism like anti-fascism. First, it's an idea. And if you're not anti-fascist, you're a fascist. So if you're not anti-Semitic, you're 
or Semitic. So, which <laughs> which way, uh, Western man? But yeah, Corbyn, uh, he is a far left guy, and uh, he they called him to help, but uh, he's out anyways. This video is from 2018, and. Uh, yeah, but anyways, Brexit. I I saw someone. Uh, I think it was so what he had a comment on. Uh, uh, he said Johnson is a Rothschild puppet, of course. Yeah, Boris Johnson. He has been very uh, disappointing. We in January we were partying with uh, Edward Dutton here for the Brexit. We were super happy, but now it turns out that Boris Johnson. Uh, He's not our guy, after all. We knew that he was not... Uh, yeah, well, of course... Uh, what, what we wanted, but uh, he he looked like pretty okay. Yeah, like the sort of guy who isn't like uh, fully our guy, but who could uh, sort of manage, uh, like uh, be mainstream enough to survive at the top of politics, but uh, still... Uh, be based enough uh, to have uh, some uh, uh, sense in uh, the politics. Uh, but uh, the COVID stuff has uh, sort of shown uh, how crazy the government in Britain can get. Yeah, they have uh, very heavy lockdowns, which uh, probably haven't helped them. We yeah, and they have like cops like swatting people if they suspect that somebody is having guests over and and people cannot go shopping for clothes like uh, in department stores the clothes sections are uh, closed off because they are deemed as non-essential items uh, so you cannot buy clothes in Britain. So all of these very strange things are happening, and of course, in you in the U.S., uh, California uh, had uh, uh, announced that they they will have a, a full lockdown, and I'm not really sure what that means in practice. But uh, Washington also and uh, Michigan too. They uh, I, I think it started yesterday the full three-week lockdown. You like, can... are they actually enforcing that on the minorities? No, if you are black, uh, it's okay. If, if you are protesting racism, there's no super spreader events. <laughs> uh, in the beginning, we were for lockdowns, but now it's uh, completely useless. We should have done what Taiwan and Thailand did uh, in January. They have, I think they have 30 deaths uh, in both countries. So, and they've had it in control because they closed the borders and they stopped uh, the spread of uh, the virus in uh, Europe in the western countries we've done it we've done everything wrong we kept the borders open and uh, everything is is uh, I, I hope that we won't get lockdowns here because uh, I would hate it uh, I, I see France they have also this lockdown you you need to to have a, uh, you need to print a government paper and you have to tick a box where you say, are you going to, to walk your dog if you are going to uh, do some shopping, and all the shops are closed. And uh, I saw a headline in Belgium: a uh, a very young woman killed herself this week, I think, because her restaurant was closed. She couldn't, she didn't get any money from anywhere. She were not. She was not uh, 
getting the corona funds that uh, are distributed to the big companies and she wasn't able to uh, belgium has a very bad uh, covid rate and actually trump tweeted about this today that the fake news media is not talking about the european situation and it's true that the uk spain belgium france they have uh, very high rates in finland we have it under control, but it's uh, because of uh, our culture and our way of speaking. I saw also an article that uh, speaking English uh, produces more. Um, and actually, this is one thing that we didn't need the study because we understood that uh, the cultures where people speak in a calm way at a distance, like Finland does, we... Um, we are at, we have an advantage here, unlike Spain where or Italy where they they are touching each other and they are talking very loudly. So of course it spreads more this virus. Of course, is the virus dangerous? We have differing differing opinions. Some people say it's a hoax. Some people say it's very dangerous. It's uh, some people might get very uh, severe symptoms with this, but. Uh, my advice is that yeah, stay safe, uh, be wise, don't uh, keep your distance and avoid these uh, places. If you look at Helsinki, it's the worst place in, in Finland because of the multiculturalism. But of course, also because they have the subway, for example, they have lots of uh, uh, transit. Uh, so people are in buses and metros and subways and uh, all these they have trams. Uh, here we don't have this. So people drive their own cars or they ride their bikes. So you don't get exposed as like uh, as as they do in uh, in the big cities. And this is a no-brainer. Uh, I noticed that Sowat says hello, Frodi, and uh, it's because Guide to Culture is hosting. Oh, thank with, you so uh, much. Eighteen viewers. So yeah, go and follow Guide to Culture. He makes uh, streams. Uh, and he talks about movies and uh, literature. They, they have very high IQ uh, discussions there. So if you're interested, go and follow Guide to Culture. Culture spelled K-U-L-C-H-U-R. It's an urban way of uh, spelling that word culture. Yeah, I really like the uh, like the uh, movie streams. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Frodi has made because. Uh, I also am a sort of a movie fan myself. I don't really watch that many movies, but I uh, uh, watch uh, like to watch quality movies. <laughs> and uh, so it's uh, interesting to hear uh, what uh, him and his guests have to say about these films, because a lot of the movies that have been talked about uh, are movies that uh, I also have seen or like very much. I think on Sunday they talked about uh, Sean Connery, and his death. Um, uh, the latest movie we watched was Hater, H-E-J-T-E-R. It's a Polish movie, and there's a uh, there's a young guy that uh, he he works for a political party, and he online he's spreading far right hate, but in real life he's a lefty or something. I, I fell asleep many times when I w watched it. It was, I think, a th three-hour movie. 
I need to rewatch it. But it's a Polish movie. It's pretty. Uh, I need to rewatch it. So I shouldn't. I shouldn't bring this topic because I. I uh, I, I fell asleep during the movie. But uh, yeah, it's a, I recommend the movie anyhow. Yeah, but the Spanish movie was very good. Yeah, what was it called? Uh, the Platform. Uh, the Platform. It's a prison system that uh, looks uh, efficient. Uh, you get... Uh, for some reason you get deplatformed. You, you go down <laughs> and uh, sometimes you go up. Yeah, it, uh, it's a very interesting movie that has this idea that there is a prison where you have uh, like 150 uh, floors on top of each other and uh, every day uh, in the top uh, floor, uh, like these top chef, chefs uh, prepare a, a fantastic meal uh, that has these aw- awesome treats and per- uh, that are made to perfection. And it would be enough to feed all of the prisoners if uh, all of them only ate what they really needed. But uh, then the table starts lowering down one platform at a time, uh, which means that the people in the top platforms uh, gorge on the food and people on the bottom uh, uh, floors are starving and resorting to cannibalism. And uh, every month the floor you are on changes and you never know what floor you are going to end up in. Uh, so so it was a very interesting movie. Yeah, I recommend that one also. I probably need to rewatch it because I probably missed some meanings uh, there. Yeah, I also think that uh, because there, there was a lot of these sort of um, uh, philosophical uh, uh, to uh, tones in the movie too that uh, it would be a worth a rewatch uh, so that we could catch all of that yeah it's um it's an interesting movie so what should we take next uh, there's maybe the, the honor killing thing yeah there was an honor killing and so what this is uh, from germany germany uh, where is it um, and there's a fin or a Finnish citizen involved, and uh, this was some somewhere in in Ruhr. Uh, yeah, so the headline is that a Kurdish girl had a two Western lifestyle uh, man traveled from uh, Finland to Germany to kill kill this young woman who had um, uh, defamed the honor of their clan, and uh, it says that uh, if they have. Uh, Alzheimer was a young woman of Kurdish background. She had been born in Bochum, Germany. And Ibtehal had plans for her future. She was supposed to be like a kindergarten teacher. And her family didn't approve of this Western lifestyle of this 20-year-old girl. And they accused her of dressing to... Uh, like um, she was just too slutty and uh, meeting uh, new men and smoking in public and in the Middle East and other cultures this sort of behavior is seen as a failure for the entire family who needs to do everything necessary to regain the honor of the family 
and in certain circumstances this means killing the woman. And uh, the girl knew that her Western lifestyle didn't match her family's patriarchal values and that she had uh, severely uh, damaged the honor of her family. So she uh, seeked for shelter at the uh, women's shelter in Iserlon. And uh, when the girl went to the shelter home, uh, it was uh, the time when his uh, family decided that they would uh, regain the honor of their clan by killing the girl. And uh, her body was found at a rest stop uh, on uh, Highway A45, uh, A45 uh, in 2008 in the rural area. And soon the police started making arrests. And it, uh, in the court it turned out that the girl's mother had uh, lured this girl from the shelter uh, into a trap by asking her to come back home and when the girl said yes the mom had uh, uh, informed uh, the other participant in this plot that the girl is coming and now they could uh, regain their honor by killing the girl and uh, they uh, took the girl in a trunk of a car to Sterbeckers even uh, rest stop where the girl's cousin cousin held her while her uncle um, who fin is a Finnish citizen the Finnish the notorious Finnish citizen uh, Husan Kenjo a tra traditional fi Finnish name shot the girl from a close distance to the head uh, after the uh, 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 after the deed, the girl's cousin was convicted in January 2010 to 14 years of prison. And the murderer, the girl's uncle who fired the shots, is still missing and fleeing from the police. Finnish citizen. Yes. And when the cousin's conviction was announced in the court, the family started rioting at the courthouse and not of course because of the girl's murder but because this cousin got jail time. It was a mostly peaceful protest in the courthouse. Mostly. And uh, this Finnish citizen was uh, jailed in 2012 in Finland and he was sent to Germany to hear his uh, trial. And uh, Husan Kenjo, the Finnish uh, citizen, was uh, convicted in 2013 in Hagen and uh, the mother was sentenced to 1500 euros because she lied in court. She, had, she claimed that she hadn't called her daughter a whore and a slut and also they had a peaceful protest in the courthouse but now it was because the clan had uh, some uh, differing opinions on uh, things. And Husan Kenjo, the Finnish citizens, was brought back to Finland to, to uh, serve his life sentence. But uh, he's 
he has asked the appeal court to be freed. And recently the Helsinki appeal court has uh, denied this application. So he'll uh, get he'll be freed, I think, in, I don't know, 15 years. The life sentence in Finland is a very special sort of life sentence. It's actually 15 years. So it's not... Uh, it's a very short life. Uh, there's a real Poseidon also hosting with uh, five viewers. Oh. Hello, my friend, Thank my, you so my much. brother. Uh, real Poseidon. I, I mentioned France with there. In France, you need to print a document, and you have to tick a box. But I read that in Greece, you need to, if you want to exit your house, you need to send a text message to the government. One three one one zero or something. You you need to to send a text message. I'm I'm going to uh, I need to buy some uh, some food I will go out and you send a text message so compared to France it's a it's a more technological country this Greece in Finland we don't have any restrictions uh, on this yet I hope we I hope our situation with uh, the rates in in our city we are below 50 there's some numbers that they calculate uh, the, the two weeks uh, rate, the infection rate divided by something. And if it's less than 50, it's okay. You can go to Estonia. You can you can do things. But uh, I hope it stays low so they don't come up with these forced vaccines and uh, text messages. Uh, yeah, hello, I'm going to... I need to buy some beer. Uh, okay, I'm, here's my text message. Uh, hello, I'm going to buy some beer. So I hope Finland... Uh, and maybe it's okay. Now people here are starting to use masks. I've noticed this. Uh, we used masks in uh, February, March, April and May. But after uh, June we stopped using them because uh, the situation was stable and... Uh, and nobody else was using them. But now, I tried to warn these people. They didn't listen. And now they are using masks. And uh, it's not... Uh, but yeah, this uh, honor killing thing. Uh, yeah, what, what do you want to say? These people, they are very different. They should not... And the thing is that uh, this is the same as uh, the stuff with the female genital mutilation that... Uh, uh, that's also been a topic in Finland that uh, should we have a special law that uh, bans specifically FGM because right now uh, it would uh, be convicted as uh, like an aggravated assault or something and uh, these are all imported problems like uh, like uh, this FGM it would keep happening but it doesn't happen, it doesn't need to happen in our countries. And if these uh, families were living in their home countries, this girl would still be alive. She wouldn't have become westernized. Uh, she uh, she would have pr probably just married some uh, dude from, from the same town and be completely content with her she, life. She would have so, married her cousin. <laughs> yeah, she would be married to that cousin. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, these are all imported problems like yeah of course it's terrible that a young woman loses her life 
But uh, this is the way these people choose to live. Like this is their choice of living. Like in like in Afghanistan, according to Pew Research, 99% of the population wants Sharia law to be the official law of the land. So what what can you say to that? Like if if the people want to live like that, then who are you as a, a an outsider to tell them not to? But it's just our responsibility to make sure that they don't bring this stuff here. Yeah, of course they have honor killings also in the Middle East. So uh, it's, it's the reverse uh, argument that yeah, also Finns rape. But uh, yeah, these all this talk about laws and uh, banning things—it's completely useless. If you look at Sweden, Sweden banned FGM in 1982. Which country has the most of FGM problems? Sweden. The laws don't mean anything. They actually they they don't mean anything. Uh, you could ban. Okay, let's make a law that bans honor killings. Will it stop honor killings? No, because these people, it's their culture. Yeah, uh, and uh, killing someone is already illegal. Yeah. So yeah. So please, please, we we need to print some leaflets. Uh, Please don't kill people. Please obey the law. It's illegal to make crimes, to commit crimes in uh, Sweden and Finland. And these are the sort of things that people like the normies and should really think about. Like, uh, uh, because I think that most normies, when they run into stories like this, they... uh, sort of scroll past it that, uh, oh my God, another... Another case like that, well, isn't that awful? But uh, they, what normies uh, should do is uh, take a deeper think of that matter. That okay, would my mom uh, like uh, set a trap for me so that the rest of my family could kill me? And if that idea seems incomprehensible to you, like completely impossible, then. Um, doesn't that sort of uh, insinuate that these people are very different from us and that maybe they it's not a good idea to have any of these people in our society because clearly their way of thinking is extremely different and it doesn't suit our way of life. So I, I wish that uh, instead of just uh, sort of being, oh, that's too bad, the normies would actually give this a bit... Just a bit more thought. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's the other way around with white people. I this reminded me of a story. There was, I think it was on the New York Post. There was a white woman. Yeah, but uh, here uh, I would like to remind people, of course, that uh, if you want to take part in the discussion, uh, you can send uh, super chats uh, through uh, either there on V Live or uh, uh, there on the address on this uh, screen, which is our Streamlabs address, unesloka.live, or on Entropy. And all of the links are also here below when you scroll down on the v, uh, on the D Live channel page. There's a section called Out of Line. And under that you can find uh, the merch store, subscribe star, uh, etc. And we will be tomorrow adding our Christmas uh, stuff uh, to the store. And I will make sure that there will uh, also be uh, some stuff that uh, 
isn't uh, just for Finns like with Finnish text on them and uh, but that will also be suitable for um, uh, people from other countries so uh, tomorrow we will be uh, uh, designing our Christmas merch so if you want to take part in the discussion send us a super chat or if you just want to support the show uh, and all super chat messages will be read so yeah no I wanted to have this story from the New York Post that I saw yesterday but I don't know it's uh, it was a white woman that uh, uh, helped a black kid when the kid uh, was uh, he exited the bus on a wrong uh, stop and uh, this woman helped him and so that's that's the things white people do but the the things that brown people do is lure their own daughters and uh, kill them so they it's okay I don't care but uh, we have to acknowledge or the the shit lips need to accept this that uh, different different values cannot coexist in the same location because it creates problems I, I can't find it uh, I don't know if it was the New York Post or I, I saw it yesterday and I'm, I'm scrolling on Twitter now and I, I'm not finding it so and should I, we take the Arab party in Sweden because it's sort of in the same um, like ballpark as <laughs> as the previous story. Yes, um, well because uh, we we have uh, two different stories uh, it well this is somehow related there's uh, I don't know if we should start with this or take Okay, let's Okay, so in Sweden they announced today that uh, this year they have the the uh, bomb group they have a bomb group in Finland we don't have bomb groups because <laughs> we are not we have not entered uh, multicultural mode uh, this year they have had 74 bombs that uh, needed some uh, expertise and they claim that in Europe there's nothing like this but they claim that Sweden for some reason has more bombs uh, than uh, the rest of Europe. Uh, last year they had 131 explosions, but this year only 74. And, uh, I don't know if if maybe the COVID has uh, decreased this rate of uh, bombing, and uh, they, they say that uh, the amount of uh, explosions has especially risen during the five last years and in 2014 there were almost no explosions in Sweden uh, here's Eva uh, it's, it's not her real name and it's she says or he says uh, doesn't look good I suppose uh, there's no other European country where this is happening the the bomb knowledge center statistics and information expert Eva says in Sweden and uh, you, before you you were able to buy dynamite from shops but uh, they they didn't cause trouble and uh, it's not enough to just uh, give them jail time we have to also investigate why this 
type of criminality has increased so much and how the uh, segregated or the 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 the, um, the un, uh, unlucky areas have uh, have been going wrong yeah so okay so in the 70s or in the 60s you were in sweden you could buy dynamite okay hey i want to buy some dynamite and no license uh, no no nothing it's the same thing than than uh, with the uk in the uk they have banned knives in finland you can buy any any knife without no questions asked and uh, no license no nothing but sweden now you need a license to to buy dynamite or it's i think i suppose it's uh, banned completely but still even they have banned everything guns and uh, bombs and dynamite and everything and grenades but still for some reason sweden has the most rapes they have more rapes than the south africa or the congo or any any place in the world uh, they have more explosions than any country in the world they have uh, everything more than any country and they are asking hmm, why 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 is this uh, well uh, i can i can tell you that it's because you you have these migrants you opened your borders never open your borders not a good idea bad idea reject opening borders have strong border control don't let uh, don't let shitty people enter your country if you do this you will not have explosions yeah. you look at uh, hungary poland zero zero everything is zero so um so yeah the story the they say uh, in sweden they have a uh, and uh, the arab party Hmm, we we need to investigate why why the why Sweden has an Arab party. What is wrong with this country? And they have a guy. Uh, let, uh, let me open the article. Uh, he's uh, he says that there's uh, I don't know when the election the twenty fourteen. I think the their next general election in Sweden is twenty twenty two. I think I'm not sure. And uh, this guy, this competing politician from the Arab Party, uh, he says that if the Sweden Democrats win the election, we will start a civil war. And he says we uh, are ready. And imagine that we are in a situation that Sweden has an Arab Party. That that's a thing. He looks like Rouge, but uh, he's uh, he. He wants a civil war. Uh, so Arabiska Partiet is in uh, the name of the party in Swedish, which is uh, which means the Arab Party, and they have the Nordiska Avdelning, which means the uh, Nordic uh, uh, the Nordic uh, whatever group of that party, Krar Alhamede, which is this guy. And he says that he's worried about the Sweden Democrats and their racism. 
he says that they are racist. So of course, when you see racism, start a civil war. Mm. That's uh, that's what that he that's his take on this, and they want to 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 take power back, like the rage against the machine. Uh, with weapons and cyber attacks. Well, with the cyber attacks, uh, the Arab party, I, I don't think they, they have the knowledge, but the weapons, yeah, probably they've they been able to smuggle lots of, uh, lots of guns from uh, Yugoslavia and uh, other places. And uh, it says that uh, they have a uh, represent, representation from Haparanta, which is uh, here uh, very near to Skåne, where is, which is Malmö. So they they are all over Sweden, but their headquarters is uh, Stockholm. And he says, we are ready now. When the Sweden Democrats gain power in our country, we will uh, demolish this undemocracy and we will uh, demo demolish uh, Swedish law. And then, then we will start a civil war so first they 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 stop the swedish law and then they start the civil war says uh, party secretary krar alhamed uh, the arab party hates the sweden democrats but they like the socialists and on this video he says the social democratic party is a good party that's the same thing as uh, our local imam has said in uh, i don't know what year a couple of years ago he went on the public tv network and he said yeah i'm i'm homophobic i hate these people and uh, and i hate women and but the social and I, i'm running for the social democrats why because they are a good party the homophobia and the misogyny maybe not bad ideas but it's funny to see these uh, islamists uh, working hand-in-hand hand with our Greens and Social Democrats here in the Nordic countries, which are feminists. They are, I don't know, fifth wave uh, feminists. But they still are good friends with uh, imams. And uh, he, this uh, organization, the Arab Party, also informs us that uh, they have uh, demands for the Social Democrats. <laughs> we have demands. Our demands are uh, reasonable. Please... Please comply. Uh, they they are they call for terror and uh, violence against their uh, enemies. Yeah, it's uh, we also don't like them. And uh, he wants to sue the Sweden Democrats if they have a differing opinion. Okay, so. You are a Sweden Democrat. Okay, we will uh, we will sue you because we don't like you. Uh, there's an update on Sunday. This uh, guy says to the Swedish uh, propaganda, the state propaganda TV network. He says, "I retract my uh, my uh, threats. Everything was just a joke, but I'm still angry because of racism." <laughs> epic, epic update. Um, he, he, the Swedish, fucking uh, fake news goes and asks this Arab uh, party guy, who wants a civil war. 
if the Sweden Democrats win. And he he's interviewed and he says, oh, no, it's just a joke. I, I wasn't serious. I Please understand, <laughs> you, you, don't get, you don't get our humor. We want a civil war. But uh, uh, here's another uh, take on uh, this. Uh, this is our friend PT Media. And he, he has more information about this. He has the video. It's called Kriegsverklaring, uh, which means uh, declaration of war. Yeah. So I don't think it's a it's a joke, but but he said it to the uh, to the uh, fake news in Sweden. So maybe it was just a joke. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, what my my civil war? No, no, no. I, I let's go back. Uh, it's uh, he says that. Or a friend says that this Alhamede probably doesn't have any followers and uh, probably they don't have any guns. And he, this, this guy is more of a mental case than a uh, real party leader or whatever. But we have to take into account that in Sweden they have lots of uh, out-of-control Muslims that could be inspired by this message Imagine our people were were like, okay, now we have 5% of immigrants in this country. If it goes to 10%, we will fucking start a civil war here. We will start shooting people and exposing Maybe, buildings. Maybe, just maybe we would be seen as bad guys. But when it's the Muslims, it's okay. And we know that they do it. Yeah, and it uh, it's exactly true what uh, uh, PZ Media says there that uh, it doesn't matter if it's only a handful of these guys because uh, it doesn't take that many to start uh, real trouble because all of those huge migrant riots that you have seen in Swedish cities they are cities. Shitties, <laughs> Swedish shitties, shitties uh, like <laughs> Stockholm and Göteborg. Uh, <laughs> they have all started from usually from relatively small incidents, like uh, cops are trying to arrest some drug dealer, then some other migrants get involved in it, then it turns into a fully blown riot, then it spreads to the neighboring areas, and so. It, all, all these people need is a trigger. So that's why even ten, one of these guys is dangerous. Ten is very dangerous because they can then trigger loads of this sort of stuff. Right. So, so, so it's exactly true that it doesn't take many of these agitators when you have thousands and thousands and thousands of those people who are just waiting for the trigger to uh, go out in the streets and start the destruction. Yeah, and they always whine about hate speech and uh, incitement to hatred. Here we have a clear case of incitement, real incitement. The guy literally says, we will start a civil war if you vote wrongly. Um, this is incitement, but the police hasn't commented... If I was, if, if, if and I, I mean, I'm constantly in interrogations, and I'm not. I have never wanted to start a civil war. Maybe we should take his uh, 
His approach. Uh, his attitude. Yeah. This uh, nigga with an attitude, maybe. Uh, like the municipal election is coming. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's okay. Um, now our we, we campaign have, strategy is we that we have changed. We yeah. you have previously known us as uh, very peaceful uh, far right. Uh, politicians but now we have taken the muslim now we are the religion of peace so <laughs> comply or it's a civil war if we get less than three percent of the vote expect a fucking civil war <laughs> maybe maybe we have to if you can't win them join them maybe but no this is of course a joke um obviously a joke there's a white Olu gifted who gifted a sub to Real Poseidon. Oh, Very nice, uh, nice. White Oulu. You can uh, subscribe to our channel via the subscribe button. Uh, it's about three bucks a month. Yeah, and you can also gift subs to other viewers by just clicking their name there in the chat and uh, choosing gift sub. And uh, uh, the subs are also a bit uh, cheaper if you buy... Uh, buy it for a longer time but it's a, a bit less than three bucks a, a month i think yes yeah, 300 lemons now actually it's yeah. 300 lemons is uh, 360 in dollars yeah but, in uh, dollars yeah yeah but i'm so used to thinking in euros in euros so. it's about three but uh i don't see other super chats maybe we could uh talk about this uh i had some the Independence Day, maybe, and this is the yeah. final thing. So, um, on December the 6th, in Finland, we have this thing called the Independence Day. And uh, it's very epic. We won uh, the independence 1917. We, we informed uh, the Russians that, okay, now this is our country. Now we are... We've been independent for 103 years. Well, we joined the European Union in 95, so we are not independent anymore, but you know the thing. So there's a, there's been a tradition of uh, having a Tiki Torch march in uh, Helsinki since 2014. And uh, this year it's cancelled because of the COVID situation. In Helsinki, it's, the rules are that uh, public gatherings of more than 20 people are banned unless you have six feet of so, three to six feet of uh, social distancing and you need, you need to uh, ask for people, ask people to wear masks and there's other things. And we could meet all these uh, requirements except the the social distancing because the the square which hosts the the beginning of the march is so small that when you have 3000 people there you cannot have this social distancing so we know that in we know already that the police will will interrupt the 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 thing because uh, they will say you are not social distancing we will put all of you in jail if you don't leave now. So this uh, Tiki Torch March has been cancelled, but we have other content coming up. We will be in Helsinki on the Independence Day, December 6th, in 18 days. 
but we will be covering different events. Uh, there's lots of other mods, smaller marches that I think we could go and uh, it's like the million MAGA march, lots of events throughout and, the city. And because uh, we are having our own uh, nationalist march, I think the fan club will have the, some um, event of their own. They usually call it Helsinki against Nazis. Without Nazis. Helsinki without Nazis, yes. And uh, for example, 2015, <laughs> there was the Battle of Töle and it was a decisive victory for the nationalists, the far right. Decisive victory, zero captured, but on the Antifa side, 130 captured. So they spent they spent their evening in jail because they were throwing rocks and uh, rockets and uh, they assaulted uh, grandmothers and uh, these Nazis. You know, you know these Nazis. Uh, yeah, it's a. Especially funny when you uh, have Natsok marches, uh, because they usually have some sort of events uh, too. And uh, then you have that fan club uh, of Drunken Antifa, they're shouting, no Nazis in Helsinki, but they're the they, they march. And there's absolutely nothing <laughs> the drunken Antifa can do about it. So they they don't seem to uh, realize how uh, how stupid it makes them look to just show up there shouting things like that. Because in the end, they have never ever managed to stop a single one of our marches. So I found this article, Battle of Töle, part of the war against racism, mm -hmm. date December 6th. 2015, location Helsinki, Finland, result decisive Nuiva victory. And the belligerents were Itzen and Suomi, independent Finland, and on the right you have the communists. Commanders and leaders Timo Hännikäinen, Hallaho, Koskimäki, Immonen, and on the Soviet side you had Koivulaakso, Honkasalo, Sarikoski, Auvinen. They, the strengths, our side had 800, they had 200. Casualties and losses, none on our side, their side, 130 captured. So this was 2015, and I remember that day it was raining horizontally, so I could not live stream it. But afterwards it has only grown and grown and grown. Now it's 3,000 people. In 2015 it was 800. It's a massive... Uh, it's almost as cool as in Estonia and Poland. Not, we are not yet there, but it's almost as cool. In Estonia they have the advantage that they don't have any Antifa presence, and Poland uh, also they don't have any Antifa. Here we have Antifa, and that causes the, the situation where uh, we have the riot police from the whole of Finland entering Helsinki, and there's a heavy police presence and it's not the Antifa. The only thing that they have achieved is to uh, force the government to have this heavy police presence, which uh, destroys the atmosphere. I, I, nobody else feels like this, but I, I have many times expressed that I don't like that we have to have this police presence. Actually, uh, it would be better if there were no police. We could deal with this 
fucking Antifa ourselves. We have. Uh, I'm not a fighter, but we have uh, we have the people that uh, could easily take care of these uh, useless uh, drug addicts uh, that call themselves the Antifa. So uh, yeah, this year we don't have the the uh, traditional march, but we have another thing called Suomi Herä, Suomi Wake Up. And there will be four speakers. The second, the first one is Tukka Kuu. He's, uh, he's been on Full Moon Ancestry and he's, uh, he's every week on our... Uh, he's a co-host of our uh, Wednesday show, except for tomorrow. Tomorrow is uh, cancelled. But uh, tomorrow they'll announce the next speaker and on Friday the third will be announced and then on the Independence Day the fourth will also be announced. So this is a, a, a an independence march which happens on Independence Day and it's in in 18 days. There's a countdown here. If you don't remember when it's when it's the Independence Day, you can always go to suomihera.com and they will say to you, there's 18 days, there's 17 days, 16 days. And when it's December 6th, they will say zero days. Mm. And uh, they have a video here, I played it yesterday. I think it's in Finnish, it was subtitled in Finnish, I don't know if they've added it in English. Um, Finnish... What the fuck? Swedish. Okay. Hey, they ha- should we play this? Play the English. Yeah, so... And put the audio on. Of course, but... Uh, so it's a three-minute video. Let's play this because this is uh, very relevant here. Itsenäisyyspäivänä, 6.12.2020, isänmaalliset suomalaiset tulevat marssimaan poliittisen uudelleen itsenäistymisen ja kulttuurillisen uudelleen heräämisen puolesta. Suomainen kulttuuri on taistellut läpi historian olemassaolonsa puolesta. Kulttuurimme kohtaa juuri nyt vahvemman vihollisen kuin koskaan aiemmin. Juurettoman ja kansainvälisen materialismin aatteen, joka tekee kokonaisista kansakunnista tasapaksua kuluttajamassaa. Juureton ja rahakeskeinen maailmankulttuuri lyö kättä suurten puolueiden edistämän väestönvaihtopolitiikan kanssa. Samalla kun markkinat ja viihdeteollisuus korvaavat suomalaiset perinteet amerikkalaisella rihkamakulttuurilla, syntyperäiset suomalaiset korvataan ei-eurooppalaisilla maahanmuuttajilla. Suomen väestönkasvu on jo vuosien ajan perustunut kokonaan maahanmuuttoon. Suomi herää kulkue on isänmaallisten kansalaisten vastaisku globaalille rappiolle. Emme ole maailman kansalaisia tai harmaita ihmiskunnan edustajia. Olemme suomalaisia. Suomalaisuus ei ole sopimus eikä passimerkintä. Sen sijaan suomalaisuus on vuosituhansien saatossa ainutlaatuisessa ympäristössä jalostunut veren, kielen, luonnonmaiseman ja kulttuurin liitto. Ilman suomaista perintöämme kansamme suhde olemassaolon perustaviin kysymyksiin olisi pinnallinen, kyyninen ja hyväksikäyttöön perustuva. Suuryhtiöt, media, yliopistot ja muut kansamme mieltä muokkaavat instituutiot kasvattavatkin nykysuomalaista laskelmoivia hyväksikäyttäjiä, joille omaisuuden häikäilemätön haaliminen ja narsististen viettien tyydyttäminen 
ovat ainoat menestyksen merkkipaalut elämässä. Suomi herää, tahtoo tälle lopun. Globalisaation vuoksi Suomi on nyt historiansa risteyskohdassa. Tahdommeko, että tulevat sukupolvet ovat ulkomaalaisten suuryhtiöiden palkkauria, joiden elämän perustavin arvo on voiton maksimointi? Vai tahdommeko irtaantua ylikansallista materialismista ja herättää isiemme perinnön jälleen henkiin? Suomi herää yhteisön valinta on luonnollisesti jälkimmäinen. Tahdomme, että Suomi on suomalaisten maa, jossa jokainen kansalainen muodostaa jo nuorena elävän siteen, esiisiinsä, kansanviisauteen ja suomalaiseen luontoon. Suomalaisuus ei näet kuulu tiettyyn ajanjaksoon, vaan se on ajatonta. Tahdommekin luoda uuden tulevaisuuden, jossa kansallishenki ei ole museotavaraa, vaan jokaisen kansallinen luonnollinen tapa elää ja toimia. Toivotamme sinut lämpimästi tervetulleeksi Suomi herää kulkueeseen Helsinkiin itsenäisyyspäivänä 6.12. Yeah, so uh, that was the uh, promo video for the Independence Day March and we will of course be there. And uh, I know that a lot of people are disappointed that the traditional 612 torch lit procession, procession isn't happening. But since this is happening, everybody who wants to take part in uh, the torch lit processions uh, uh, can uh, join this uh, Finland Wake Up March. Yeah, I uh, shared the link in our chat and uh, please uh, share it too on your social media so we get more people. I don't know, the travel restrictions might change. Maybe if you're from abroad you are able to come to Finland if you want to experience this. If not, uh, you can watch our live stream. It uh, will be on this channel and uh, we'll have lots of uh... Beavis and Butthurt says you guys are looking very white today <laughs> yeah we just took some uh, a DNA test and we are waiting for the results And uh, yeah we um, sent them out uh, last week so it should take like uh, yeah. maybe a month or something like that for the results to come in yeah and uh, I'm very scared now uh, But we will publish the the results uh, when we get them. Like a, we will find out your Jewishness. Well, you are the gypsy Jew. <laughs> Beavis and Butthurt asks DNA. Yeah, the the like uh, Pocahontas. She also had a DNA test. So you know, twenty three and me and all this, uh, my heritage and those companies. But what if there's like a whole lot of black African in you? Like then it turns out that you're basically a rape victim. I um I don't know. Uh, don't worry, the African thing is a myth. Well, we'll see. There's North Fork says. Uh, let me guess, half Jewish, half African. <laughs> I uh, I hope not. I uh, in Finland, uh, I I think it's highly unlikely that in either of our our uh, DNA test results there would be any Jewish. Heritage because uh, Jews are not really present on where our roots are in. So uh, I think that is sort of unlikely. I think the I think uh, I will uh, come out pretty much finished because at least um, like on my uh, father's side, I know that my fam family has been like 
normal Finnish people for at least 500 years. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, because uh, we live here in uh, Western Finland, uh, there might be some like uh, Swedish mix from some generations back. But uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, there was a uh, a fight here. Um, there's Robin. I don't know who he is, but uh, he said kind of. Yeah, she said uh, kind of interesting how people say British isn't an ethnicity when my 23 and me just got updated to show that I'm even more Brit- British and Irish than before. Lol. And he's 87% uh, British. And Laura Towler says uh, that she's 90 th- 94% British. But then there's Tuukka. He says, you are, you patriotic alternative people, you are fucking posers. Because he his result was 100% Finnish. And so that those are the results that we are also waiting for. So that maybe that's why we look more white than usually. I don't know. We haven't changed, we haven't uh, modified the camera settings. So I. Uh... Yeah, but sometimes uh, each uh, the lighting, the camera angle, uh, things like that affect it because they even if you have the same lighting, the camera angle can uh, make uh, the lighting seem completely different. Uh, so uh, it might be that too. And Younes is usually wider than me, even though it's supposed to be the other way around. And uh, it's like that too. Like Beavis and Butter says, you're definitely not Semitic. Yeah, if, if you're anti-Semitic, you are not Semitic. Mm-hmm. So it's like the antifa. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had, uh, so what says, if I had African DNA, I could deal with it. But Jewish, no. Uh, White Olu says, uh, hmm, Nick Fuentes' DNA is 2% uh, Nika. Uh, yeah, he's no, he's 2% Afro-Latino, I think, or something. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, but we will be getting our uh, results. And we will be making a live stream of those yeah, results uh, once we get them. Yeah, well, uh, White Israelite asks, what company did you all go with? Uh, it was uh, 23andMe. Yeah, actually, I have I have the, the leaflet here. Hi. And oh, they man. send send us send us these little boxes that had these plastic tubes, and you were supposed to like uh, spit in that tube until it was filled to a certain line, and then put this tap on it that uh, spilled uh, some other liquid. I think it's some sort of preservative into the spit and then just scroll the tab on it and uh, mail, it, mail it back in the box that they sent you uh, so yeah we mailed it last week and we are way they, there is the uh, they have the, I think the lab has received our uh, mail but uh, of course it takes time to to analyze all those all those high quality genes that we have yeah and uh, yeah, we'll, when we get the results, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll hit the start stream button immediately. Um, lot of mad, and, the, mad, mad. and the only th- thing difficult about the 
the... At, about the taking the test was that uh, for half an hour before the test you needed to uh, be, be without food, drink and smoking. Uh, so I had to like intentionally put my uh, vape uh, far, far from we far from myself so that I wouldn't like uh, without realizing it pick it up again and vape while uh, I'm trying to be that uh, half an hour <laughs> be without vaping for that half an hour because it's uh, such a habit that you just uh, don't even think about it and you just uh, take it up and start vaping which has caused me to accidentally vape in like grocery stores <laughs> so yeah. luckily it's like that Luckily, before I took the test, I was watching a Polish movie, so I, I slept, so I, I wasn't vaping. Uh, there's uh, Mad Mats saying, Latte Koe looks and sounds white. I would say, uh, actually, it's the opposite. He <laughs> doesn't uh, look or even sound white. Uh, um, Big Pete says, I've done mine with Ancestry and they've updated my results four times. Yeah, it's a. They, they took a. First, he was 99.8% finish or 99.6, but after the update, he's 100%. So, of course, they. What does it mean? It does, it's, a, it's not a. a it's not very scientific uh, to to classify someone in a certain group or the way you classify people the way these companies do it's not super scientific because it's very difficult to do it but the more they get uh, results the more they, i mean the more they get uh, material the more precise it is uh, Big Pete says it's cheaper now. It used to be more expensive. Yeah, we we bought it with a fifty percent rebate, and uh, so we got two for the price of one. So that's also that's the reason we took it now. Yeah, and uh, we got the more extensive packages that have also the health analysis, uh, which show if you are carrier of uh, certain genes that. Um, make you more susceptible to diseases and it also give you gives you other information about your health and traits and all, all that sort of stuff so uh, so it should be interesting and I was sort of uh, conflicted about that at first because I'm uh, sort of neurotic about health to begin with so I was worried that if it turns out that I have some sort of a disease gene, that uh, will it uh, just drive me crazy and completely neurotic and uh, hypochondric? <laughs> but uh, then in the end I decided that, well, if, if I have some gene like that, it's better to know it because then I can do something about it because um, these genes alone never cause any diseases or rarely cause any diseases. Usually it's a combination of like lifestyle decisions and all that. So so it's better to know because then you can at, at least do something about it if it turns out that you are a carrier. Yeah, it's like uh, Gattaca, the movie, if, uh, if the results are bad, we need to uh, separate. No, actually, we don't. Um, 
There was someone saying in the chat that Finnish is an ethnicity within the white race. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, some say that you no know, uh, Finns are Asian. There's funny memes about this, but what I want to uh, show here is uh, if you look at Europe, these are European people. There's Sweden, Poland, uh, all these people, they are the same. But if you look at Finland, Finnish genes are uh, completely, it's a, it's a different, it's a different uh, race, but... Uh, but there is some truth uh, to the Fingolian thing, like... Uh, uh, Finns are the only Europeans who share some genes uh, that are common in China, but they uh, no other European people have those uh, specific genes except for Finns. And there are also these cultural similarities uh, going way back in the in the history between Chinese uh, mythology and Finnish mythology. So there is some sort of connection there, but nobody has, no historian has really been able to explain how that connection has happened and when it has happened. Yeah, it's uh, the, and also the, the the way of behaving in Finland. It's uh, it's like Japanese. Or it's, it is. It has something common with Asians, but yeah. The yeah, that we are from behavior alone. We differ from, for example, Swedes very clearly. Yeah, Swedes. Uh, they should not even exist. Mm. Um, okay. So, what else in the chat do we have? We could end it in uh, at uh, five, which is uh, midnight here, but. Uh, uh, I don't know. Let's uh, see if there's anything interesting in the chat and um, uh, maybe then uh, wrap it up for tonight. Okay, there's a based Vlad saying Senator Lindsey Graham gives Vice President-elect Kamala Harris a fist bump on the Senate floor. Well, uh, she's not a president-elect, vice president-elect. And the reporter says Finnish DNA is Aryan DNA. I don't know. Isn't Aryan? Uh, Isn't it like I- Iranian or Indian or something like that? Something. Uh, Ripatta is as purer than Swedish DNA. Well, I don't know. It's, uh, North Fork says, "Do they have your genes?" I. Uh, which uh, no, I, I I don't know who who who, who do you mean? Uh, how do Finns relate to Sami people genetically? Um, but I, I, I well, think that they are different uh, people. Linguistically, it's pretty similar, but uh, but uh, yeah, they, they are the Aboriginals. They are they, they are the uh, the native. Uh, well, it's not actually really known who are the first Finns. It might be the Sami or it might be our ancestors. It's really not known for certain. Um, and um, that's why uh, I don't really like the comparisons between uh, Sami and like American Indians, because um, for American Indians, it's uh, very clear that uh, they, they are the natives, but for in Finnish history, it's it's really not clear who were the first Finns. Nobody knows for certain. And um, 
Yeah, I don't and know. Sami people, uh, they used to be more genetically different uh, than uh, other Nordic people, but uh, then throughout centuries of mixing, uh, they started to lose their uh, like uh, tra- uh, specific uh, traits when it comes to looks, like. Um, uh, they you it used to be the norm that uh, Sami people looked sort of like Eskimos that they had the very dark brown eyes, black hair, and uh, high cheekbones that sort of Indian look. Uh, but these days, Sami people looked mostly just like everyone else, and there are quite a, uh, just a few Sami people who actually look like the original Sami because there has been so much mixing with the Swedish, Finnish and Norwegian people and Russian too. Yeah, they have uh, been genocided and uh, nowadays they are reduced to be... So that's why you cannot separate Samis from uh, like Finnish people uh in uh, with gene tests because of that mixing no the sami people they are in helsinki they are they are promoting slut walks and uh, and feminism and uh, they say they are the indigenous people of this land and uh, their land belongs to them so they larp as uh, native americans and there's a there's question from culture Regatus. when will you take english phone calls yeah we should definitely do that sometime I don't think we have ever had a call-in show in English. Yeah, I uh, should we? Uh, I need to check with uh, our Discord channel. How does it actually work when you take Discord call-ins? Because I don't think people will want to make long-distance calls. Yeah, it might, for so Americans it would be really expensive. We can also have a uh, Google Hangouts or Google Meet or maybe Skype. But I think maybe Discord would be the the best uh, solution for the call-ins. And why not? We, we could have all these uh, people call in. Because I, I there's lots of uh, the same audience from our Finnish streams, but there are, there's lots of uh, other people that uh, might be interested interesting to hear from. Uh, there was a question, what about the Finns and Hungarians? Well, linguistically, it's the same group and the Hungarian language it's uh, it's uh, phonetically or the way they speak it's very similar to Finnish but all the words are completely different but they have the same intonation the same tempo and everything but the lang- the, the words are completely different so it's uh, very psychedelic to to listen to them yeah but uh, for example Finnish and Estonian are much more alike when it comes to vocabulary so uh, even if even the Finns who don't uh, speak Estonian usually can manage with like restaurant menus and grocery shopping uh, in Estonia uh, because uh, you can sort of guess uh, from uh, a lot of words what they mean there are some words that are sort of misleading that they sound like Finnish words but they uh, end up meaning something completely and uh, completely different uh, and uh, like uh, uh, <clears throat> like uh, uh, used, uh, which uh, a Finn would uh, uh, 
think that hallitus means government, but in uh, uh, Estonian hallitus means mold, uh, so uh, hallitus used is like uh, blue cheese or white cheese. Or the word konna, which means uh, county in Estonian, it means uh, a criminal in Finnish. So it's it's funny when they say government, it's mold. If they say county, it's uh, criminal. Yeah, and uh, I once went to uh, like a, a sort of Seven Eleven in Estonia, and I tried to ask for a bag, but the clerk didn't speak English at all. So then I tried if she speak Finnish, and I tried to explain that I need a kassi, and. Um, I didn't know at the time that kassi uh, in uh, Estonian means a cat, not a bag. <laughs> in Finland, a cat is kissa, not kassi. So it's uh, sort of similar, but not exactly the same. So later I understood why that uh, clerk at that uh, 7-Eleven sort of looked at me for a long time before she understood what I was <laughs> meaning when I was asking her for a cat. Yeah, so... <laughs> It's um, yeah, but but genetically, uh, as I showed the the genetic map of Europe, it seems that Hungarians they are genetically more like Europeans. And my favorite word in Estonian is smoothie, uh, like the drink smoothie. But they don't spell it like smoothie in English. They spell it like S M U U T I smoothie. <laughs> so I think it always looks really adorable when I see that word smoothie. <laughs> yeah, they had a the Black Panther movie we saw. Must Panther. We saw posters for this. Uh, so in Estonian it's Must Panther. In Finnish it would be Musta. But yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, Genetically, it seems that these people uh, they have uh, mixed with the Europeans, but Finns haven't. But linguistically, it's the same group. It's not the Indo-European. You could say that Swedish is uh, is more similar to French than uh, than Finnish is. It's, uh, some people know this. Some people think that Finland is uh, Scandinavia, but uh, it's not. It's uh, it's a completely different thing okay um, it's uh, getting closer to midnight which is five I think um, um, white rabbit radio is going to stream at five or 5 30 I never remember which it is and um, this was a very entertaining uh, episode uh, We mentioned that Poland has zero terrorists and uh, zero illegals, and our show got zero super chats. So it's uh, a <laughs> it's it's very uh, funny. It's yeah, a, it's funny because you never know. Like on some shows, you get tons of super chats, and it's like a huge amount. So then there's uh, the next show, you get none, and then there's uh, you never know. But, however, like, we had a lot of fun and. Uh, uh, I think we will uh, continue with our streaming night routine, uh, so uh, the sauna is already ready there. And uh, we thank you. Oh, oh Tapio. 
Okay, Tapio woke <laughs> up and uh, sent in a ninja guinea. Well, Tapio is one of our regular viewers and he always sends a ninja guinea without a message. And yeah. he also gifts uh, subs to other he's, viewers. He's the mystery man. Yeah. We don't know who he is. He never... I've asked him, okay, can you can you call me or send me a message? No. I just send ninja guineas. Very epic. <laughs> What uh, shall be our outro today? Mm, I'm not sure you pick something. I picked last time. I used this song with the extinction. Maybe not that. Okay. Mm. With the extinction rebellion, but uh, yeah. Maybe we could end with kiss or uh, or I don't know. Maybe if someone has a. Uh, Fear of the dark. Mm. Let's play this. Okay. Seven minutes. What is this? Okay. Whatever. Let's play this as the outro. Thanks for watching. We are live on uh, Tuesdays and Fridays at 3 Eastern. That's uh, 8 UK, 9 Central European time and 10 Finnish time. And uh, you can find all our links in the DLive about section. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it. So here, we, here is our outro. Thanks for watching. <laughs>